Welcome to This Mother Means Business, a podcast for ambitious entrepreneurial mothers unapologetic in their desire to have it all. I'm your host, Laura Sinclair. I'm a serial entrepreneur, marketing expert, business mentor, and mom of two obsessed with real conversation and deep connection around the insane journey that is raising babies and building businesses. Each week, I'll bring you incredible guests and solo episodes while refusing to shy away from the harsh truths and challenges that come along with managing the titles of mom and CEO. But don't worry, we will celebrate the big moments too. I'm here to show you what's possible in your life and business and will bring you actual tools, tricks, and stories that will take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, in your business, and in your parenting journey. I want nothing more than to see you win and will always have your back in this process, even if it comes with just a little bit of tough love. Ready for today's episode? Grab your favorite drink and let's dive in. One of the things that I really want to make sure that I'm doing with this podcast is to shed some light on some of the things that I'm working with, working on in my business and in my life right now as an ambitious entrepreneurial mother. And by no means do I think that my life or how I do anything is the gold standard. I am very much a work in progress, but I want to be able to share with you some of the things that I learn along the way, because I think that it's so important to at least be honest about the things that I'm experiencing so that if you're experiencing them too, you know that you're not alone. Or maybe if you know someone else who's going through it, you can send them my way to give them this information, this love. But I want to share with you, give you a little update on where I'm at with my business and what's happening in my life, because I think there's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot going on. There's always a lot going on. And I always say that entrepreneurship is hard and motherhood is hard, but when you jam them together, you've got yourself a bit of a shit storm. So I'd love to share with you where I'm at, what I'm going through, and uh, hopefully it inspires you to know that you're not alone. So you know, the biggest thing for me in my business right now has really been around building my personal brand. And as a introvert. <laughs> I'm an ISTJ if anyone has ever done the test, but I am an introvert. So I can be extroverted, I but I am an, I'm truly an introvert. And so for me, building a personal brand is something that feels a little scary. I was a child that was regularly told that I talked too much and to be less. And over the last few years, I've really undone a lot of those internal stories around taking up space and, and being able to show up as my authentic self. And I do think that becoming a mother really undoes a lot of the things that we showed up, we dealt with as kids. And, you know, whether you face them or not, or whether you enjoy it or not, I think there is nothing more powerful than facing your own stories than, than having children. If you have things that you have not dealt with as a human being, when you become a parent, they will show up for you with your kids. You, it's going to mirror whatever's showing up. And so my daughter has this big, bold, vivacious personality where she'll talk to anybody and she's loud and she takes up space and it is beautiful to watch. And it is highly triggering for me. And early on in her life, we would go into these spaces and she'd have this big energy and she'd be talking to strangers and dancing around and singing. And my inner child said to her, stop that. Stop that. I never voiced it out loud in my head. I was like, you go girl, you do the things. But you know, it really did 
create a resistance in me to watch her thrive in this way that, you know, I really wanted to thrive as a kid, but didn't have the space for. And so as I shift into this building my personal brand, I feel myself having the same contraction in my body that's like, well, why would anyone want to know what I have to say? So if you're listening to this podcast, the fact that you have any care of what it is that I want to say, know that I love you because for me, you know, I've been really open about my nervousness around this and my nervousness around having these conversations. But part of the reason why I want to have them is because I, I am so passionate and I feel that they're so important. So for me, you know, when it comes to my business, it's really about building my personal brand through the coaching work that I do. And, you know, I'm so proud of some of the containers that in my world right now, the Ambition Mastermind, which is my high-level mastermind for ambitious entrepreneurial mothers, is magic. And there are the women in this mastermind right now, the way that they show up and support each other is beautiful. And I am a person that until really into my 30s, and I'm 36 now, struggled with female relationships. I could probably do a whole episode on why that is, but my experience in female relationships hasn't always been super positive. And it's so magical for me to now watch the women in ambition love each other the way that, you know, I get to love the females in my world, but in a way that is so rarely seen. And I think that's what makes Mastermind so powerful, but also this united sense of what motherhood is. And there are women in this mastermind that are at varying stages in their business. There are seven figure earners in there. There are multi six figure earners in there. There are people that are on slightly early stages of their business, but the experience, the lived experience of being a mother and an entrepreneur is the same. And so regardless of the size of their business, the size of their teams, how much income they're bringing in, the experience is the same. Right. It's so interesting. We all seem to get sick at the same time. The kids seem to get sick at the same time. And this shared collective of what's happening in this mastermind is so powerful. And, and when I launched Ambition, my intention was that it would be this open enrollment program where people could join in at any time. But now that I'm seeing it and living it, I realize I can't add anybody to this program right now because what's being created in this container is so magical that I just don't, I don't want to shift the energy. And so ambition is going to become one of those masterminds that opens and closes because I need to maintain the integrity of the group. And so I think for me, you know, candidly to be a person that's creating space for other women, when I used to struggle with female relationships so much, uh, feels like a bit of a full circle moment, but it's something that I'm just so extremely proud of. And as I continue to build out the coaching side of my business with one-on-one -on -one clients and different programs and things like that, I'm also building my social media marketing agency. Um, and my team has grown. I you know, started with one and now I have three people that are working in that agency. And I found myself a couple of weeks ago feeling like, oh gosh, I'm doing too much. And, you know, I think as the mother in business and as a person that, you know, does all of the things at home or the majority of the things, or at least feels like I'm delegating all the things. And that's not a slide to, to my partner at all. He, he does a lot of things too, but you know, as the person that's wearing the mother load, it's, it's really easy as a business owner to feel like you have to be the one that comes in and like saves everything that, that comes in and you need to be needed 
in your business. And I was really getting myself in the trap in my agency of getting, of needing to be needed and just doing too much. And I really believe that my business is not my baby. And I'm going to do a whole episode on that topic. But one thing I was realizing is I was just getting my hands too far into it. And I, I, the women on my team are incredible. I actually, all of, this is not a, not a coincidence, obviously, but wasn't intentional. It just kind of worked out that way is that all of the women on my team are mothers as well. And so, you know, when you, when you hire the LJ social agency, you are hiring a bunch of really powerful, ambitious mothers. Um, but I realized that I wasn't giving them the autonomy and the lead, the opportunity to lead in the way that I really needed them to. And it wasn't their fault. It was mine. And so as a leader, I had to say to them, Hey, permission to drive here. Don't, you know, lean on me for everything, which is so hard to do as a mother, right? When you control so many aspects of your life, I had to basically say to them, Hey, I need you to do more. And not because you're not doing enough. It's because I haven't given you the ability to do enough yet. And so that conversation, that realization that I don't need to be needed and that I need to drop that was really powerful for me in the agency because now my team knows like, Hey, I'm not waiting for Laura for this. I'm driving the bus on this and things are happening behind the scenes and that without me, which is you know, I'm, I'm still working on making that happen in my household, but in my business, that's incredible. And so I feel like that's a really big win that I'm working on right now is not needing to be needed, but also being willing to let go of control because I can't control everything in my business at all the time. And when I'm bringing in people onto my team, I need to allow them to do their jobs. Me trying to control everything results in me burning out and me being tired and me not taking care of my physical health and not pouring into my relationship. And so, you know, that's been a really big shift for me. And so if you're in a place in your business where you have team and you feel like, oh, I'm still doing too much, I would really encourage you to outsource more of those things. I want you to remember that if you're bringing in people and you don't trust them, you have the wrong people. But if you're bringing in people to do work for you, let them do the work. And one thing that I've learned over the last few months is like, I need to give people as much leash as possible. Start with as much leash as you want, and then we'll start pulling it in if we have to. But um, I'm really learning that I, that I need to trust in the process and because I can't do it all. And we've talked about outsourcing quite a few times, but needing to outsource certain elements of my business in order to exist has is, is been really important. And so that's a lesson that I'm having in my business right now. And the other thing that I'm really working through is simplifying, is simplifying my offer suite in my coaching business, um, how I want to show up, simplifying my sales process, simplifying my lead generation. You know, up until this year, my business has been a lot of trial and error. It's been a lot of, well, I'll try this and see how it goes. And sometimes it doesn't go so well. But now I'm in a place where I have such massive clarity around the work that I want to do, the types of clients that I want to have in my world, how I want to show up, that it's really making everything easier. And so from a business perspective, I'm really looking forward to 2023 and the rest of this year. And we'll definitely be continuing to create episodes like this so that you can kind of follow along with my journey because I think that it is really important. 
So that's really what's happening for me on the business side. And I, I think that like motherhood, uh, business is, is a series of trial and error. And I will continue to try things, but for me, creating more simplicity is better because what's happening for me on the personal side um, feels really chaotic. And I'm at this stage where for the first time in my business, I think really ever, ever as an entrepreneur, I'm in a place where I feel I really have a true no rush energy about my future. I've, I've worked really hard to set some really powerful foundations, but at the same time, feel like I just trust. I trust in my brand. I trust in my people. I trust in the process. I know that I know everything is going to work out. And for a person that you know is an Enneagram six with a five wing and is a manifesting generator and an ISTJ and a person that likes to grasp on and have control, for me, that's a really big shift to feel like, no, it's all going to work out and the clients are going to come and people are going to join my mastermind and they're going to join the programs and they're going to sign up for the agency. Like I know that everything's going to work out the way that it's supposed to, because I have so much evidence of that in my life now. After being an entrepreneur for eight years, so much evidence of things going wrong and then feeling like in the moment, it was the most devastating thing and the worst thing that could ever happen to me. But then also realizing that everything's totally fine. <laughs> so, and, and, and coming back from it. And I think, um, you know, that that's just kind of the energy that I'm in right now is knowing that things are going to work out. So if you're in a season of your life where you feel like everything you're trying is blowing up in your face or things don't feel like they're going right, know that every single one of those things is a pivot just a slight course correction for you to pivot to where you want to go. And, you know, I hope that you'll join me soon in a place where you feel just calm about your business and your future. So that's why I'm in on the business, the business part. But I also want to share some things about my personal health that have come up over the last couple of years. And as a person that owned a gym for five years, being in a place where I'm physically unwell is really interesting. And while, you know, there are so many worse things that could be happening to my, my body physically. I'm a person that has spent most of my life identifying as an athlete, doing athletics, and I'm in a place where my body is unwell. And so after Miles was born, after Hannah was born, actually, I was able to get back to a place where I felt really confident, felt comfortable in my body. But after Miles was born, I was really struggling. And it was COVID, it was 2020, we were all sitting at home, I wasn't walking around the gym anymore. Uh, we were bored. We were making funnel cakes in the kitchen, you know, just trying to survive this this period of time. And while I did exercise and did get back to some of the things, you know, we had closed my CrossFit gym at the time, my physical body was really just staying the same. And I was feeling depressed. My hair was falling out. I was very cold. I was exhausted all of the time and went to my doctor and found out that I have hypothyroidism um, that has transformed into some other things that I uh, will share when I have more information, but looking at different autoimmune diseases and other hormonal issues and gut issues and just a very long series of things that are showing up for me in my physical health. And I have been lucky because my business has allowed me to be able to afford support. And um, I'm working with an incredible naturopath. I'm working with a holistic nutritionist, really people that can support me on healing my body. But the process has been slow. And I, you know, 
it's been, my son is two and a half. He'll be three in October of this year, 2023. And I am still <laughs> going to use the, in, in bunny ears still, uh, in a body that I don't recognize. And so I'll catch myself in the mirror sometimes and think like, whose body is that? And it's very, it's very strange because I eat well, I exercise well, uh, exercise often. I'm certainly not as physically active as I was when I owned a gym, right? Owning the gym, I would do, you know, 10,000 to 20,000 steps in a 2,100 square foot box. And now I spend a lot of my time sitting, although I am planning on rectifying that with a standing desk. So if you have recommendations on a standing desk, please send them my way, um, as well as a treadmill to go underneath my standing desk. So that is going to be my next my next purchase that I'm excited for. But my body is just in a place where it's unwell, and it's really had me really shaping my perspective around physical health and what it means. And for the last, I'm 36 years old, but for the last 34 years of my life, first 34 years of my life, I was a very healthy person. I wasn't dealing with anything like this. You know, I'd, I'd fluctuated in weight as, as we do. And certainly in university, I, I overindulged in alcohol and partying and things like that. And my body bloated as a result, but certainly through adulthood, I've never had issues with losing weight and, and feeling confident, certainly putting back into my clothes. And um, it's really affected me mentally. And this past week, I took a Tupperware, one of those Rubbermaid bins up into my closet and started pulling out the clothes that I love that just don't fit because they stare at me in the closet every day and they make me feel sad. <laughs> so I put them away and, you know, I've been able to, there's some incredible people that I follow on Instagram, like Charlie Goss, who shares, you know, style and, and fashion. And I've been able to, um, you know, build myself a bit of a wardrobe in the body for the body that I'm in right now. And, you know, as an entrepreneur and as a mother, it's very easy to let physical health slip. And I'm still feel very, self-conscious of the body that I'm in right now. And I see people that, you know, I haven't seen in a couple of years and maybe they know me as this other version of myself. And there are stories that I, that I tell myself there. And then there are people that have come into my life in the, in the last couple of years that don't know me as anything else than, you know, the physical, the physical form that I'm in now. And so it's been a really interesting couple of years because it's the first time that I've really struggled and I'm continuing to work with Ashley from Soulful Sprout and my naturopath to create a plan that's going to be supportive. But unfortunately, things continue to progress and I'm not getting better. I would love to say that my blood work's looking great, but it's, it's just not. And so it continues to be an ongoing piece. And the reason that I want to share this with you is because I think as an entrepreneur, it's so easy to get in this heads down bubble of business or bust. And what I've come to realize is that if I don't have my physical health, the rest of it doesn't matter. And if you were going to tell me tomorrow that like, Hey, you, you could, if you were to just get rid of your business, all of your health problems would go away, which is not true, but let's bear with me on this one. I would get rid of my business because I haven't felt physically well for some time, two and a half years. And you know, I'm hoping that it won't be another two and a half years, but it's something that I really want to prioritize and I'll, and I'll take you on this journey with me because I do meet a lot of women and a lot of mothers whose bodies have changed after having kids. And as someone that was a personal trainer for five years and owned a gym for five years, it's not from a lack of information. <laughs> it's not because I don't know how to eat. I do. I was a nutrition coach for eight years, owned a gym for five. It's that my body is in a state of needing to heal. And 
my happiness and my health is has to come before everything else. And there is an incredible podcaster. Her name's Lindsay Roselle. Her husband, RT Custer, is the owner of Fast Foundations Mastermind. And one of the things that RT shared with me, he and I were doing a, a session and he shared with me that Lindsay's steps for how she prioritizes herself in her life. And this is something that has really resonated with me. And so I want to share it with you. The number one thing in her life is herself because taking care of herself has to come first. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't show up for anybody else. And this is very true for me. I cannot pour from the proverbial empty, empty cup. If my cup is empty, I don't have anything for anyone else. And so really thinking about, okay, how do I put my kids or myself, not my kids, myself first. And then next is my partner. How do I put my partner second? Because at the end of the day, in 18 years when my kids move out or 25, if we continue with this current economy, all I have left is my partner right? And if I don't continue or we don't continue to foster that relationship, there isn't going to be anything left. And so how do I make space for my partner? And this is a, definitely a conversation I'm, I'm going to continue to have in future episodes. Third is my children, right? Priority number three is my children. And then four is my business. So self, partner, kids, business as the order of priorities. And so I, I ask you, where are yours? What would you, how would you order what your priorities are now? And then what would you actually like them to be? And I will say that some days I do get that right. A lot of days I don't. Um, and, and there's certain seasons, right? You have sick kids, all of a sudden, boop, kids are at the top. But I'd love for you to really consider, you know, where are you in that priority list? Where are you putting yourself? And for me, I am now being forced to put myself first because I can't not eat lunch. I can't not have healthy food in the home. I can't not exercise. I can't not move my body for my mental health, but also my physical health. And because if I continue to be sick, continue to get more sick, I won't be able to do any of this. I will not be able to hold space for the mastermind. I will not hold space for my clients. I will not be able to grow my business. I will not be a present and loving mother, I will just be a person that continues to be exhausted and unwell. So my encouragement to you is to think about your priorities. If you like this episode, if you enjoyed this, if you want to hear more about behind the scenes of my business, I'd love for you to send me a DM on Instagram. If you found this to be helpful, if you're like, Hey, Laura, you know, I appreciate this, <laughs> this life update, but maybe, maybe save that for somewhere else. That's cool. You can send me that too. I am not offended, but I hope that this little glimpse into what I'm working on and, and the things that are coming up for me has been helpful for you. Shed some light on what's going on in my day. Um, and I'll continue to make these episodes if you enjoyed them. But otherwise, I am so grateful for you and I will see you in the next one. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode and know of other ambitious entrepreneurial mothers who would love to be part of this community, it would mean the world to me if you shared our podcast with them. Take a screenshot of this episode, text it to them or share it to your Instagram stories and tag me so I can thank you for tuning in. Until next time, I love you. I appreciate you and I am cheering for you so big.